Hello and welcome to the King Hero IndyCar Podcast with Kirby and Justin. Kirby, how are you? Um, well, Justin, are you uh, just returned from the World Cup or something? You uh, like the long hold on your uh, goal? Goal. Um, well, I was in Europe for part of that, and I have to say it was uh, an enjoyable experience. Um, it, not being a fan of the of the sport per se, but uh, somehow when you're over there, it uh, it kind of takes on a different feel. Was that dominating the the pubs and the and the uh, social scene at the time? Well, let's put it this way: it made going to the pub more fun. Yeah. Um, not that I'm a stranger to a pub curb, as you know, but um, uh, I it, it did make it even more fun. Curb, happy New Year! Happy New Year, Justin, to you and your family and to all of our friends out there listening around the world. I think you and I agreed, uh, in principle at least, a couple days ago that we were going to do something um, very unique for us and that we are going to try to have a 100% positive podcast. Yes, a positivity challenge, we'll call it. Uh, yeah, Kim, you know, we often uh, careen perilously close to talking about formula one too much when we start our shows can we talk about formula one and be positive at the same time i think we can how do you feel about the uh, recent andretti global announcement well being positive i think it's just wonderful that formula one has now reached a point in its uh, evolution here that they can be so bold as to kind of go meh to well I, I mean what used to be the world's largest audio, auto manufacturer maybe still is and yeah. a in a hallowed name uh not only in the world of racing but particularly in the world of formula one and kind of look at that and say meh isn't it just wonderful that they've reached that stage in their uh, evolution well they must be a very prosperous entity that doesn't need anybody's help anymore yeah i think it's so wonderful that they think so much of of what they're doing and so forth that they can uh kind of quietly uh not quietly but just kind of blatantly uh put uh put one of the world's largest auto manufacturers in their place isn't that wonderful exciting to see a guy like michael um taking on these challenges around the world and not not pigeonholing pigeonholing himself into one form of racing or another you know he also bought into the wayne taylor racing imsa team uh a couple weeks prior to this announcement um, you know, I I wasn't a fan of Michael as a race driver, but I'm becoming a big fan of his as a car owner because uh, he certainly keeps it interesting. It's he is a real positive for the series because in a series where um, you know some of the guys are getting on a little bit, thank God we got a guy that's uh, what in his 50s I assume, kind of out there leading a charge like this and uh, uh, is going to keep uh, things all all things IndyCar or at least uh, somewhat relevant in the international dialogue. So. Anyways, uh, yeah, I agree. He's to be commended. The financial commitments are um, seemingly quite large. Financial partners he's been able to make are pretty impressive, too. Uh, a fellow from the Guggenheim group and, uh, you know, the fellow that runs Gainbridge. I didn't think the guy running Gainbridge would have the, the wherewithal to, to take on the F1 project, but I'm sure that fellow from Guggenheim does. And um, Michael's done an impressive job of uh, lining up his partners and getting his ducks in a row. No doubt. Kirby mentioned uh, he's invested in a uh, an IMSA team. Uh, I'm looking more. I'm looking 
more forward to this year's uh, 24 hours of Daytona than I think I have ever. The new cars, the new regulations, nice lineup of drivers. I mean, it's it's it promises to be a pretty interesting race. What do you think? Well, uh, lineup of drivers, lineup of manufacturers, um, the new formula. You know, and that actually might bring more uh, reliability into play than than it often does. Curb, isn't it wonderful that IMSA, with practically no fan base and no ratings, isn't it wonderful that they're able to attract so much manufacturer interest in their series? It's impressive. They've come a long way since the days when uh, IMSA and uh, and NASCAR were running separate sports car series, and they were running very generic vehicles that uh, didn't seem to interest too many people. And they've done a pretty impressive job, I'd say, the last five or six years, uh, turning that series around and making it more exciting for manufacturers and for fans. Maybe a blueprint for others to follow. You never know. You never know. Good ideas come from the strangest places sometimes, they even do. from NASCAR. They do. they do. While we're being so positive, I'm going to have mm-hmm. to say something here. Positive. Yeah. About, of all people, they. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, we've really turned the corner when that's <laughs> happened. I have to say that in the last 30 days or so, they has spoken for me on uh on on some of these indycar uh issues uh, that we've discussed in the past um and i have to say i i, I, I you're gonna kill me curb when i say this but boy, you won't because it's a positive podcast but <laughs> almost dare i say it robin miller-esque journalism going on uh from they in the last 30 days with relation to some of these issues Calling it uh, as one sees it. I'm just going to have to give a little shout out to they because um, they has definitely kind of gone off the reservation a little bit like uh, our our old friend Robin Miller used to do. And uh, I admire that. I really do. You get me into this uh, positivity challenge and then you you, uh, make this statement and I can't respond the way I'd like to. You know, it's it's easy pickings right now. for for any journalist out there that wants to be critical and um and he certainly picked up the the mantle and and uh, is running with it our you know speaking of positivity our, our friend jack benyon did a uh, interview with a short interview with graham rahal the other day boy you talk about keeping positive those two together whoa geez one of the things i i, I graham's pretty well spoken and i think you know a bit of a realist about the sport and stuff so i mean i he I think he's interesting to listen to. It was a very short interview. You can go uh, listen to it. But, um, you know, one of the things Graham said, that kind of the resource, you know, whatever people think the resources resources are there to, you know, kind of do some of the stuff that people are suggesting, they're just plain and simply not there. You know, like they're they're nowhere near the size nor the scope of what people think they are. You're talking about IndyCar's resources? Yes. Yes. Maybe what we're being told is to be more patient here. Uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. It was destroyed in a year, but, it, it, you know, it, it won't be rebuilt in a day. Well, I'm not sure how to respond to that without breaking my positivity pledge. So, okay. Um, well, that maybe you don't. <laughs> the, other, the other thing at play here is that a billionaire came in and bought the series and bought the Speedway, right? And he's a billionaire with a track record of success. And so... 
maybe people were too um, optimistic for what he could accomplish in a short amount of time, even if there hadn't been a worldwide pandemic, and, and there was. And so, um, you know, maybe there were resources before the pandemic that weren't there after the pandemic was over because they had to be rerouted into other more pressing needs. I think you gave up on professional Major League Baseball a long time ago, but I, I still follow it. You know, you, you have these baseball teams that are in small markets. They don't have the money to compete with the Yankees or the Dodgers or whatever. And uh, but and then people say, well, but 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 the guy that owns the team is a billionaire. He could pay for these whatever they need out of his own pocket. And, you know, it's just the world doesn't work that way. Smart businessmen don't work that way. And um, And I think people probably expect or wonder why Penske isn't. Just paying for things out of his own pocket. Unfortunately, unfairly to Penske or any owner in that position, it's just something they got to deal with. Well, look what happened to Gerald Forsyth. There you go. Kurt Bob, I got to tell you one thing I can be super positive about. All right. Is I found myself watching Talladega Nights again. Um, yes. And I, I just, that might just be the perfect movie. I'm not, <laughs> it just might be. We'll see how this thing works out with uh, um, Vice. Vice, yeah. Um, 100 Days to Indy. Yeah, we'll see how the, the 100 Days to Indy. I mean, again, hearkening back to the conversation that uh, Graham Rahal had with Jack Benyon, he did make a great point that, look, you know, this is going to – Vice has a pretty big following amongst young people. I mean, th- this it's going to expose this sport to young people. Well, actually, put quite a few eyeballs on it, so we'll we'll have to see how that goes. I guess uh, when I think of Talladega Nights, you think of Will Ferrell. If you might allow me to go off on a tangent here for a second, Curb. Go ahead. I think I sent this to you. The uh, the SNL Saturday Night Live audition Will Ferrell did. That was a rather uh, curious piece of art, wouldn't you say, Curb? It was, and that was an excerpt from a longer audition. So. Um, it made a little bit more sense when you saw the, the full audition. But I still, even in the parts that I saw, I didn't see the Will Ferrell that I'm used to seeing. Well, I think the word I would use for it, and this is the positive podcast, was bizarre. Unique. Unique, maybe. Yeah. Unique? Okay, there. Yeah, <laughs> about, that's a better term. But Will Ferrell's an addition, uh, audition for Saturday Night Live was unique. But, you know, I, I guess, you know, for better or for worse, they've got their show. They've got their documentary, and um, they'll see if it can help them. As you said, it should expose them to different demographics than than the ones that are currently following the series. If it looks like an infomercial produced by, uh, you know, IndyCar Productions or something, then then it's a big waste of time and money. Yeah. Curb, isn't it wonderful that Dalton Kellett is now uh, fully out of the cage, I guess, now that he's no longer driving to, to advance his uh, agenda politically? Well, I think what's really wonderful is that um, Twitter gives you the ability to not follow people you don't want to follow. And so um, I don't know anything about Don Kellen, what he's doing <laughs> and about his political agenda. And I'm quite happy about it. Yeah. I, I, did, um, hear the, I did hear the other day that he was recently married. So congratulations to Dalton Kellett on his, on his nuptials. Isn't it wonderful that his wife has the good sense to marry him? Smart lady. Smart. It's good to, good to see people out there with good... Good, good common sense like that it seems such a rarity these days. I think it's Maybe wonderful it's, that uh, the Foyt Racing has hired a bona fide engineer star, Michael Cannon. Sorry, engineer star. Yeah. 
So uh, hopefully this is a, a positive impact on on uh, Hoyt racing this year. He he did team with Ferrucci when they were at Coin together, right? So hopefully they can recreate that success and go one further. Michael Cannon's a unique guy. Um, I'd say so. Okay, right. So we agree on that. You know, the the read through is that you know I, I, he likes the challenge of this. He is unique enough to where I can actually believe that. I hope it works out for Foyt. That's all. I guess that's what I can say. I mean, I think they've tried to do it with drivers before. Canaan uh, Bourdais, right? Right. Uh, I think they've tried to do it with plain raw talent. I know they've hired, <coughs> excuse me, um, decent uh, engineers in the past, but this is probably the biggest swing of the fences I've seen them take. Uh, certainly a name that we all recognize. And uh a name that's had success wherever he's gone, it seems like. How often how often does uh, Scott Dixon's championship winning engineer move to an outfit like AJ Foyt Racing within a couple of years? Yeah. After, you know, Dixon had good years, right? I mean it wasn't like flailing. Kerb is the FIA doing the right thing by banning political statements? Yeah, we we try not to get into politics on this show. Well, I, just think, I just think it gets tiresome for fans. Um, I don't care whose politics you like or don't like. People follow sports. You know, they say it all the time. It's a bit of an escape from all the other crap that goes on in the world, right? Your day-to-day yeah. life. So you tune in to watch the sporting event. You're excited about it. And somebody wants to talk about whatever their pl- favorite political uh, cause is. There's times when you can't avoid the real world, even in the sports world. But, but more often than not, you're better off trying to do so. Yeah, I mean they're getting a lot of guff over it, but uh, I agree. I, I I I hope they stick to their guns on this one. Curb, I I've got just a, a jaw dropping uh, revelation, I guess, coming up. Uh, is there anything you wanted to say before that? <laughs> um, you know, it it kind of got passed over, and and you may not care, but um, I thought it was interesting to see Jamie Chadwick get a ride in Indy Indy Next series, and um. And probably more notable was that she actually has a corporate sponsor. You know, DHL is supporting her in, Indy, in the Indy Next Series, and uh, that's a rarity on the uh, road to Indy. And I think it's a rarity in all these um, you know, efforts to improve diversity in the sport. Everybody wants to talk about it. Nobody ever wants to put any money behind it. Uh, it's always kind of surprising to me that Beth Ferretta, you know, for example, or uh, Willie Ribs and people like that that, Everybody wants them to have this opportunity uh, to race at Indy or to race an IndyCar or whatever their their deal is, but then nobody ever steps up with the money to, to help make it happen. And here, here you've got a major international corporation stepping up to help Jamie Chadwick step up the ladder and see if she can keep rising to the top. And I think it's kind of an interesting uh, development and, and, and a positive one. I'm not with any argument over that. Um, I had a thought. Yeah. You know, it was kind of a rough end of the year for the IndyCar series. I think it, you know, most people would admit that, right? You're talking about the calendar year, not the not the competitive year. Correct. December was not probably not a shining time. moment in, in IndyCar history. I, I think you know it's fair to say. I, 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 you know, I probably spend far too much time thinking about these issues, mostly when I'm on the toilet, to be honest. Um, I, I thought the other day. <laughs> Uh, you, have a long, you have a long commute. You could have thrown that in there instead. <laughs> well, I, like I said, just being honest, 
and, and really, you know, a lot of my best thoughts um, have come there and in the middle in the middle of my uh, sleep, actually. Do you, do you keep a notepad in there? Pad and pen? I do wake up in the morning with thoughts sometimes. And uh, sometimes they're way off base, but sometimes it's like, wow, yeah, exactly. In fact, I, I, as I get older, I notice more and more of that happening. Uh, this one happened to occur on the uh, commode. Gotcha. The water closet? Yes. I think about the whole DTS uh, Formula One thing, right? And I think I sent you this thing the other day about, and I don't even think you got the reference, but the, like uh, Formula E is on their second year of a DTS thing. I didn't even know there was year one, right? Right. I was completely unaware of that. Were, were you aware of that? No, not at all. Right. Okay. And you and I are fairly actively involved in paying attention to motorsports, right? So the the takeaway from that for me was, wow, doing a Me Too series, getting that word out might be super difficult. You know, there's one for tennis coming out now, and there's, a, you know, there's, you know, it's just, they're all mounting up, right? Of course, right. And so I, I think at this point you can say, can't do that because it's just, it's too late and you're going to get lost in the shuffle. And then I thought, you know what, the most actually super and and IndyCar feel free to take this idea without paying me money although I'm you should sure think will. about it. I'm sure they will <laughs> you should think about it but I think this is the best idea you know what the most compelling uh series they could do it would be about a former great sanctioning body that went through a, a very difficult struggle period uh in the 90s from 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 you know absolute pinnacle to to you know hitting rock bottom and then is is somewhat miraculously saved by a billionaire just before covid i think a warts and all documentary about trying to bring that series back to relevancy trying to bring that series back to its former greatness trying to bring you know and all the things that are involved in doing that and trying to make that happen Right. The, both the failures and the successes. Right. And by warts and all, I mean warts and all. I think that would be a fascinating thing to watch. OK, so are you talking about are you talking about a current like DTS for IndyCar 2020? Yeah, except you're not really focused on the racing. You are. No, focused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you're not you're not talking about a history for the last 20 years. of IndyCar. No, no, no. But that's your basis leading up into this. OK. And right. so filming starts tomorrow. OK. And. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're there at Penske Entertainment Headquarters, right? Who right. just, who, just, or even better if they were there, like, say, November, okay, before December happened. But right. let's take right. December, right? Because I think December is, is it kind of illustrates my point well. Okay, you had this less than optimal result with the engines. And then right. what, what clearly was a scramble on the part of Penske Entertainment to, to a bring all the drivers on board and say, hey, you got to, you know, support what we're doing here. And, you know, and, you know, and then all these conversations back and forth between Chevy and Honda and, you know, Penske and, and, and Penske Entertainment and all that and the IndyCar series and all that. I mean, how fascinating would that be just to follow that little drama? Going forward, just like uh, I'll choose Iowa, like the, you know, the, you know, this debate over Iowa, how it's being promoted, what the ticket prices are, is, you know, 
what's you know how you know all the buildup like there were the, all the naysayers saying it's terrible that's you know and the, all the fans are and then you got all these guys saying well you know you got uh, uh ed sheeran playing you know that's gonna be wonderful right right, right. And, and just and all you know you can pick like st louis like the struggles of st louis to kind of get back to where it was and the the struggles of texas you know the promoting of texas like you know from from where it's been to what they're trying to do and just all the behind the scenes stuff. If 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 the Penske organization, which admittedly is not in their, uh, it seems to be in their mo, if they would open themselves up to this, I think that would be a super compelling series. The throw off would be much like I said, like Ford versus Ferrari or Talladega Nights or even Drivers Survive. It's like. It wouldn't even be pe- – people might start turning in, in, in IndyCar races, you know, just to kind of – because they know of the drama behind it, right? And then, you know, the, the side benefit is they become fans of the racing. Obviously, the racing would mix in. You'd, you'd bring some – you know, the, there'd be interaction with drivers and team owners and all that kind of stuff. So that would all be in there, but I don't think it would be the focus, and I still think it would be probably the most compelling television. I think it would be fascinating to watch. It's a little bit of a hard knocks IndyCar. You may not know what hard knocks is. Sorry. No, sorry. Can we? <laughs> is there? Are you being? H- HBO. Are you being, sorry. Let me let me be clear. Are you being cooler than me or less cool than me by knowing what that reference is? It's probably a wash. But um, HBO picks out an NFL team every year and they go embed in their in their uh, training camp. Is it a struggling team or a good one? It, it could be anyone. It doesn't okay. have to be a struggling team. And, uh, but they're behind the scenes, the the process of cutting players and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so it's not quite the same, but it's, it's a little bit more of a management-oriented versus player-oriented. Uh, uh, yes. Then the answer to your question is yes. It could have promise. It would be a challenge to do it right but and to make it compelling and interesting, but it, has, it could have promise. I mean, the, 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 the challenge is to make it interesting to somebody besides us. Yeah, but I think the real drama of IndyCar lately is not what happens on the track. It's not, you know, it's it's what's happening all around that. That's really interesting. Now, like I said, I, I dumbstruck if Penske took me up on the offer to do this, but <laughs> at the end of the day, that you know that would be compelling. The people that I mean, you know, my wife would probably be the classic example. Like, you know, could care less about any of this, right? But I guarantee you she'd watch that program. Yeah. She would. She'd be fascinated by that. Yeah. Just like, you know, she liked Drive to Survive. She watched Drive to Survive. She liked Drive to Survive. She started watching Formula One races. It's insane. It is. That is insane. But um It is. But uh <laughs> look, I could think it could be very interesting. It could be very entertaining. Um but but the trick is to make it interesting and entertaining to people besides you and me. No, of course. That's the whole yeah. point. It wouldn't be. I mean, I'm saying it'd be hard. I'm, I'm, has, I'm all for you, but it'd be a challenge. But this has the right. added benefit is I think like the guys like you and me would be watching too. That organization is, it seems to be as impenetrable as ever, right? And you thought it would kind of loosen up after the the ownership change, but I, you know, if anything, they're even, you know, they're every bit as secretive as the former owners. Let's put it that way. Oh come on! You, that's no surprise. I don't. I didn't expect anything to loosen up when Penske bought in. That's, yeah, that's the that's the most that's the tightest ship 
in town, man. Okay, but th- this is my point. But that's that's where it really becomes compelling. That's where it really becomes interesting because you're getting a peek in on the tide of ship in town. Right. And right. and I think it would be nothing but strength of strength for that organization, for the series in general. And I know it'd be a pretty difficult pill for several people there to swallow, but I'm telling you, it would work. That's a, it's a good idea. We'll, we'll, well tell them it came to you in your sleep, though. No, no, uh, no. Um, well, okay. If, if, if that's what that's what it takes to sell it. Okay. But um, anyways, I uh, appreciate your uh, approval of it. Uh, there's no higher praise that I could ask for. Oh, it's positivity challenge accepted and uh, fulfilled. All right. All uh, uh, positivity aside, I think it's. It could be a good idea if it could if it could be done well and done right. It would be a very interesting show. It really would be. And like I said, December of uh, 2022, it had just been the best. Well, I'm, I'm betting there's plenty of uh, residual from that era to to mine uh, as the year goes forward. Yeah, I mean, just some of the ones I mentioned, like uh, uh, Texas. You know, the revival of Texas. This whole thing with uh, Iowa and 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 how they're going there. I yeah, there's there's still plenty to go. Well, I mean, that that engine story isn't over yet. They still don't have their their uh, uh, hybrid engines on track yet. So yeah. <laughs> until until I see 27 cars with hybrid engines in them, I won't uh, I won't consider that issue put to bed yet. No, I mean, but the, yeah, that you're right. That's that drama is going to be going on all and, year. And you, and you got two manufacturers that have to work together to make it work. Yeah, you know, they compete like crazy on the track all season long and. Now they got to work together. Well, that's a, I mean, a, that's another unique aspect of this is like, you know, you, they are cooperating, right? Right. Like, I mean, bit, bitter enemies. I, cooperating. How, how, how easy will it be? Or I'm sure there'll be plenty of drama just following those guys along. Many levels of of compelling stories in there that, that uh, you can get into for sure. We, we're going to have to come up with a name for that series. Herb, uh, anything else? Uh, well, probably the, the next best thing I can tell you is that only 56 days to St. Pete. Yeah, yeah. Spring training at the Thermal Club is first week of uh, February, I think, right? Uh, thank you. So. Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly. It, isn't it interesting that uh, Thermal Club is in a conversation for an actual race? It is interesting. Um, you kind of wonder if it'll be a TV-only event. We're all about trying different things these days, Curb. That's right. There's worse. There's worse ideas out there. I promise you. All right, Curb. Let's uh, let's sign off there. I think we were able to remain r- relatively positive, so I think we can say we passed the, ta- the test. I agree, but this has been exhausting, so let's never do it again. <laughs> All right. Do we still have a Twitter handle? At Hero IndyCar. At, at H-I-R-O IndyCar. At Hero IndyCar. All right. Well, Happy New Year, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.